0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Mike, and I'm Marty, and this is two guys, a league, and some guests. Let's get it started.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that'll be our show on Wednesday, and then yeah, like I said, Saturday
0: we'll have the the live stream. So.
1: Hopefully that uh, goes
0: well. Well, listen. I mean, since we're talking about Ian and JP here, and JP in particular, would that not segue quite well into our round of boards Look at
1: you. Look at you. Well, I think it does now. Well, well. At the very least, because you said it. Well,
0: yes, it does. (laughs) That was the plan. That was the plan.
1: Was it? All right. Well, Vegas uh, to be tested without Thompson. So do you... First of all, he's week to week, right? Week to week. That's the idea right now? Okay, and sorry, it's it's his knee, or is it?
0: I believe it is here. Let me uh, let, okay. let me take a quick look here. Find to that, make sure. and
1: so I'll just say I I have Thompson on my team, and not having him play it absolutely sucks. But um, the team as a whole, he himself, he's had. He's started to look better recently, uh, was in a bit of a funk, but more because the team was kind of in a bit of a funk. Um, but they weren't playing that much lately. So I he's not really missing that many games, or he hasn't, sorry. He hasn't min- missed that many games just because Vegas hasn't necessarily played that much. But needless to say, uh Aiden Hill and I believe they 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 had a call up for the backup goalie. So that means it was their uh, Brochois. Their uh Laurent Brochois. Oh, Laurent Brosois? Okay. Perfect. He's and he's done well for both them and Winnipeg mm-hmm. in the past uh, in in call up situations. I remember drafting him at one point. Either la- no, this was this was this would have been with Scott. So it was a few years ago. But um, so that's a very capable uh, tandem for sure. Um, obviously, when Thompson is ready, he comes back. He's number one. But Aiden Hill in this to me is a bit interesting because he's had flashes of brilliance before. I like there's been I, in fact I drafted him we drafted him so I drafted him at 1.2 because he was doing so well in San Jose that it appeared as though that it, the job was going to be his or he was at least going to be in the discussion for it so possibly in a 1a1b situation um, th- that didn't totally pan out he did get the games but maybe you know too young at the time um because I believe he's still pretty young himself I think he's only 28 29 so he's in that hot spot there where that's that's a goalie's sweet spot, 28, right? Like, that's where shit, they figured it out. Yeah, you're just kind of like coming in your own pretty, at
0: that point, right? So,
1: Yeah. So that's why I'm a little not concerned uh, because I think Thompson comes back and there's no question. But if Aiden Hill goes on a nice little stretch here, and we'll talk about him later because he kind of has, that spells trouble in the sense that if Thompson doesn't come out and do well quickly, or maybe if he, he kind of hiccups with the injury or something, Aiden Hill will be given the load going forward at some point. Again, only if things don't really roll out so smoothly for Thompson when he comes back, because again, it's his when he comes back. But I, I'm a little concerned fantasy wise. I'm a little concerned. I, I don't like what I'm seeing.
0: Well, I mean, fantasy wise, I mean, you know, like you said, he. I mean, he's on your roster. Definitely a big piece. I mean, like he's he's played he's yeah. played rather well. I mean. It, it, all, also, Very. you know, if you look at the big picture, I mean, this team has gone through a lot of challenges this year, man. Like, they lost their number one oh goalie in Lehner before the year even starts. Uh, yeah. You've got another injury to your number one goalie now, who is Thompson. Uh, Eichel's been yep. on the shelf. Stone is obviously on yeah. the shelf. I mean, even Theodore on the back end has been injured. So, yep. what you got in Vegas here is if these guys get into the playoffs and all. Signs seem to be pointing that way, as wrong as I may have been at yeah. the start of the year with my predictions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, <laughs> please don't let me make any more predictions at all. Oh, as, soon as, oh, play- as soon as I said your Oilers <laughs> were out of the playoffs, as soon as I said your Oilers were out of the playoffs, and I was calling it, they go on a run. So anyway, I'm done with predictions. Oh. <laughs> going to, going yeah. back to Thompson here, like this team is going to be battle tested, right? So if they c- if they can find their way in, True. which they should, it's looking that way anyway you're, you're going to have a team that's ready to kind of rock here a little bit. Regardless of, of, of performances throughout the year, you can talk about Eichel all you want, this and that, and the other thing. I mean, it is what it is. They're, they They've gone through the ups and downs here. Uh, they've basically, I mean, I know they've fallen a little bit over the past week, week and a half here, a couple weeks, but for the longest yeah. while there, they were, they were taking care of the West and yep. comfortably to a certain extent there for a little while. So Listen, yep. I mean, yes, they're going to be tested again here. You got, like you mentioned, Barty, uh, Aiden Hill and Laurent Bourgeois, uh are definitely going to have, uh, Are de- they're going to be relied upon heavily, obviously. So, I mean, we'll see what they've got here. And I mean, they can handle it. Well, I mean, you've got two guys that have actually played a starting role, uh, how, albeit small yeah. sample sizes. Uh, Boursois in Winnipeg and Hill in San Jose. So, I mean, look, either one of them in the net. And, I mean, Boursois is actually... He's only down in the minors because they went out in God Hill at the start of the year. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, so it would have been, been your backup most of the year here. So, you you're know what? right. They, the, these yeah. two guys, they've been in the league, they know the deal. So, it's not like you're putting someone, it's not like a deer caught in the headlight situation, right? So, no, I don't. At all. I don't I, this is why I'm concerned. I don't see much of a fall off. <laughs> In regards to how the team performs team is no. here. Uh, look, no. uh, if you want to get nitpicky in regards to goals against average, save percentage, all those beautiful little stats for fantasy, yeah, maybe they won't be uh, top-notch or whatever, but, but I do think the type of team that you have, and listen, when it comes to uh, uh, Vegas, and it, it's, it's something I debated even when I was making that prediction with the boys from the Kraken Knights uh, uh, podcast. It, it was just a case where I'm like, that's a that's a pretty stout top six defense right there. So even though, and, and oh, at yeah. the point it was Thompson, I'm like, listen, if they have an injury, I kind of think they're fucked. So that's where I was kind of coming from with the prediction. Uh, at, yeah, I can at, see at that point. But I mean, th- listen, the the sample size is big enough, team wise, that you've proven to me that, listen, that that top six, as long as they're healthy and as long as there isn't too many injuries here, they've got what it mm-hmm. takes to be able to insulate whatever goalie there is there. And again, going back to Hill and and Brossois, both are NHL goaltenders. Both have been uh, starters to small sample size. I don't see much of a fall off, but let's hope the news doesn't become any worse here as time goes on for Thompson. And it ends up being more and more time from, from what I can understand. It's looking like the guy's expected to be out until February 21st, which goes to the week to week thing. So you know what? Just go on it, folks. I mean, at the end of this week, we'll see where they're at. Maybe there's some news towards, uh, you know, over the next five, six days here. We'll see. But, uh, they, you know... they. I,
1: I think you hit the nail on the head a little bit that the team kind of needs to insulate these goalies uh, going for, further just to make sure they have um, enough help. Uh, especially in the early going, this might feel... I don't know, daunting at first. I doubt that these are both, like you said, th- these guys are actually veterans at their at their jobs to a degree. They've done this before. They're ready for it. They're excited for it. But in terms of uh, insulating them, uh, again, nail on the head there, my man. 5-1 against Nashville, 5-1 against uh, Minnesota, and then 7-2 against Anaheim. That's insulation, my man. Three Their last three games, those three wins, uh, 17 goals, four, And I mean, in the end, really, uh, like four goals, four goals against uh, this team is doing it right already. So I don't see the team falling off. I only look at this as a concern from a fantasy perspective for any manager out there who has Thompson on their team because like i said if it goes if it goes too deep and these two just do so well and uh, we'll talk about Aiden Hill cuz he really has been um, you know they maybe maybe it takes a little longer for Thompson to come back just so that they can be sure and then maybe if Thompson does come back he he's trips up a little bit just enough to give Cassidy a reason to go back to Hill and then next thing you know it's in the it's in a 1a1b situation so from a goalie's, from a fa- sorry, from a fantasy's perspective, I am concerned.
0: Well, I mean, either way, they, and, and listen, when that team has kind of got it going, I mean, you, you look, you can't, it's hard to have you know all four lines literally rolling at the same time here. But I mean, if most of this team is kind of going in the right direction, th- there's just so much talent, right? That even you're kind of even buffering a little bit more on a different level there too, not just from the defense, but yes, from a fantasy perspective, uh, I. I would say yes. Like, I mean, if you got Logan Thompson, you've probably been using this guy or been leaning on him fairly heavily throughout the year. So the fact that he is out and and the other thing is not so much in, well, not not at all in our pool. Uh, We don't have a playoff in our pool, but that is something that is getting quite close here in a lot of these fantasy leagues. A lot of these managers are going out there making some moves to get either extra man games or whatever the case may be. My point is is that yeah. you're kind of losing Thompson a little bit, at kind of a vital part of the year, especially if you do have playoffs in your fantasy league. So, yeah, definitely. I, I, I would circle, certainly echo the uh, same sentiments that uh, fantasy-wise could be a, little, a small little hit here.
1: And I want to correct myself just because I would rather do it right than do it wrong. Um, I talk about insulating their goalie and I rhymed off three games. Well, the fact of the matter is they've only played one game without Thompson. And that was the last one, which was 7-2 against Anaheim. My point still stands. (laughs) Good job insulating your goalie. However, uh, I don't want to give off a a false impression there. They haven't been without Thompson since Tuesday, February 7th. They've been without Thompson a lot shorter than that. It's only been about a week. So still, I don't like the terrain. I don't like what I'm seeing. Uh, Get back, get healthy as soon as you possibly can, Thompson. (laughs) There you go. um so moving next to some more stuff going on when really, Lee talks about Chitrin which I honestly I oh. figured I don't know if everybody knows this but we had to kind of delay the show a little bit. we're recording today on Wednesday instead of Monday. I figured at this point it would have been done they're keeping him they're keeping him out of games specifically because he's they're preparing him to be traded. And quite frankly, they've been preparing to trade him for weeks already. So the once they announced that he's going to sit because of a trade, everybody kind of felt it was imminent. And it absolutely is not unless it's happening right now <laughs> or it's happening when i'm when we're releasing the show on Thursday, February sixteenth. We'll see well, but either case, he's not traded right now, and i'm I'm at a loss.
0: There's two things that I don't like here. Number one is the <laughs> fact that we've been hearing about. Some potential chicken trade for like the past, what feels like six, seven days, the weekend Uh, into this week, here's the other thing that's (laughs) starting to really bug me out for trade related reasons. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Like, listen, don't, I'm saying I'm Marty. I don't really put my foot (laughs) down much on this show. Okay. I don't, I don't put my foot down much (laughs) on this show, but I am here. Do it. This better not be a goddamn trend. Holding players out oh. for like three and four fucking games for trade related Thank reasons. You. Good. Listen, listen. Very good point. Yes. If, 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 if talks get to a point there where you're like, this could happen within the next 24 to 48 hours, and these guys kind of know when it will or not. Like, right? It, yeah. It's us, it's oh, us yeah. that guess. Oh, this could happen in the next yeah. 20, 24, 72, whatever. If, if it's within a couple of days, okay. Like, take the no. guy out. But I can I can yep. see this chicken thing is going to end. Like, this guy has been held out for two games, I believe, already. I think. I think two. Yeah. I think the second one might have been last night or night before. A look.
1: Keep talking. I'm going to have a look.
0: Either way, he's been out for at least one. And they basically <laughs> mentioned that they're going to be... It certainly seems they're going to be keeping him out until he gets traded. And, dude... <laughs> Like one would assume like, like I, I I'm listen, I'm a I'm a hockey fan first and foremost. Doesn't matter the team, doesn't matter the players. I'm a hockey fan. And as I, I could just imagine where some you're gonna end up getting to an a, a place where you've got you've got two or you're gonna have players that are gonna be missing. Uh fans will have gotten tickets for that particular player. Maybe it's their favorite player, maybe yeah. Ovechkin's coming into town, whatever, whatever the case is. Yeah. They're hoping to see these players, and this guy's being held out. Like, I, I just again, yeah, again. I know it's only kind of with him, but I'm here. I'm hearing some whispers that it's going to happen with some other players here too over the next. And I'm just like, really, are we going to do this? Is this going to become a thing? I hope not, and I hope not either. Better not because yeah, it's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Now, getting to Chikrin himself. The, no. I mean, it, it's got to be. From a player's point of view, and especially a situation he's in, like it's like, holy dude! Like I'm finally healthy. I I was you know injured at the start of the year. Yeah, come back, and now I'm now basically the team is saying, sorry, just yeah. have a seat. Like you know, like <laughs> it's yeah, it's like, stay warm. <laughs> I know, and 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 that's the thing, right? Like this guy injured comes back, gets sat because of a trade. Like this guy's just trying to get his legs underneath him here, just trying to get his season going. Trying to you know was probably hoping you know and and still. Hopes obviously that the second half here will be a nice little launching pad for him for his year to kind of really get going. Although he's been around, I think for mm-hmm. I want to say fifteen twenty games maybe, but just kind of getting his feet underneath him, getting going, and all this kind of goes down now. I, I get it, I, yeah. I get it. Like they're trying to protect the asset. Da da da. I I hear all the rumors, yeah, 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 but that's but still. It's yeah. kind of beside the point. It, it does suck. Now, getting to the ac- this actual trade. I don't know what you've heard on your end, Marty. I'm pretty sure it's kind of been the same as me. There's been a lot leaning towards Los Angeles in regards to this. Now, they kind of kind of put it under the rug, if you will, uh, just before uh, they had the Dustin Brown celebration the other night. Uh, they kind of honored him and yep. what he, that he's done for the franchise. So uh, I can see where they wanted to kick that can down the road a little bit just to kind of wait until the Dustin Brown celebration mm-hmm. was over. But I do believe that LA is heavily involved in this. Um, there's something, I've read it a little bit here too, and this kind of does make a little bit of sense as well. I wouldn't be surprised to see, now I'm I'm probably going to butcher his name here, but, uh, Carol Romelka for the goalie for Phoenix. Uh, their starting goalie. Okay. Um, I've heard rumblings that he may actually be on his way to LA in a potential deal, uh, with, uh, uh, Chikrin. So... We'll see how that all plays out. Like, like it makes sense, right? He'd, he'd kind of be on the cheap, so Absolutely. to speak. Uh, and they're, they're looking for a goalie. I mean, Cal Peterson is in the minors. Oh, 100%. I, I know he's doing well, but th- that just didn't, didn't work out very well to start off no. with. Uh, Copley, that's no. great. You signed him to a year, but he's obviously not your long-term plan. And Quick, well, is Quick. He's no. only around still because you can't trade him. So... <laughs> I, that's the truth. No, no <laughs> Come on, it's the truth, guy. Like, oh, no, it is, it is, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's just,
1: you know, hang him up. Yeah, already. well, yeah, you know. Um, so I mean,
0: that that that's kind of where we're at here with with Chickren. I mean, now, I, I, I'm not saying that this is gonna happen, but this is that type of deal I find where you get that mystery team that comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? And he, and he, he, oh, and he yeah. just gets traded to them, <laughs> and yeah. Although it's not much of a mystery whenever. It, you know a reporter mentions it uh there was an uh a team's name that came up the other day that kind of fit the bill for me a little bit columbus what columbus <laughs> and it had to and, really? yeah and it, it kind of had to do with them trading out a player and then using some of those assets to make the deal but you could kind of see it in in the realm of like this is a team that's still kind of building this is a young defenseman 24 years old still has two years term left on it so i could kind of see it a little bit but yeah i just kind of thought i'd throw that out there just because i was reading it the other day and it was kind of the guy the guy kind of a lot there was a lot of ifs like they had to get this or get some assets from a a trade of another player to kind of start putting a package together to ship over to arizona anyway it can get pretty convoluted but yeah i I,
1: honestly I like to be completely fair, I would love it only for the sheer comedic value of how downplayed a trade like that would end up being like everyone talking about Chitchen all of a sudden yep. he goes to fucking Columbus. Like- so it's a trade between two of the worst teams in the league that we gotta give a shit about. Thank you, Chichen. <laughs> I don't want to care about Columbus. Don't make me talk about Columbus, Arizona, please. It, 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 uh, it, my it God. automatically
0: made me think of Goudreau. Like everybody in their dog thought it was New Jersey or Philadelphia. Yeah. And then it comes out. Yeah, it's true. And dude, it was so disappointing for me. So as, well. as I As I own it him in the, in the pool. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. He's still yeah. a point a game player. But he's I'm, still doing well. But, but I'm but. like, Columbus? Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. if, Can you imagine him out in New Jersey right now? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God, imagine that,
1: like double his points. Holy geez. Yeah, how disappointing is it to end up in Columbus? Even with the hype that Columbus had going into this, listen, I'm sorry, Columbus fans, like no offense. You've got a great team. You've got a great, you have a great organization. Quite honestly, I definitely, if I had to pick one of the arenas to go to, Columbus would be high up on my list. Absolutely. But let's call a spade. Let's just be honest here. Your team isn't that good. Goudreau did not come in and save the day. And you've got so many holes to plug. Getting Chitrin, being involved in this move, <laughs> would be... Again, I would like it because of the comedic value. And you know what? There's a bit of a fuck you move uh, or feeling to it as well. To the rest of the league. And I like that. So I'm not totally against it. But I, I, I sincerely hope not. Because, I mean... He should be. In, I. I know it's like I know Carlson's already been talked about as well, but he should be in Edmonton, and it is honestly the one that makes the, the 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 most sense for me. And if you can somehow manage to get rid of maybe or no, it'd be good to keep Nurse. But if you had to trade Nurse for him, that's fine. I think that's okay. I feel Nurse is still too much of a liability. I don't really want him on the blue line anymore. I'm not. I've lost all faith in Nurse this year, but. If that's what has to happen, I think you should do it. I'm saying nurse because I'm reading it right now. Their contracts are pretty similar, and I know Arizona doesn't want to take on more money than what they're paying Chicharun, but still, I think this would be. It's actually, I think it's one million less. So, I mean, let's just make it happen there, Holland. So gotta, I've got
0: a question for you then. Uh-huh. Okay. As an as an Edmonton as an Edmonton fan yourself, yeah. Two first rounders involved in a trade for Chicharun. Do you do it? Two firsts.
1: Is that the whole trade? Chicken for two firsts?
0: No, you're probably having. You're probably going to have to add something in there. On oh. top of that, I would think, because don't forget, oh. you're getting you're getting this guy. He's 24 years old. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got this. If he gets traded at at this deadline, I believe he has a total of three playoffs that you can get out of him. What's the There's other piece? One. Is and it a
1: Ford? He, Let's say Fogle.
0: It, 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 it's probably, I would assume they're probably going to want somebody on maybe like a B prospect. I think I think by getting the two first, you're, you're definitely giving up on any kind of an A prospect. So what have you got as a B prospect? Maybe they send him Yamamoto.
1: Oh, I'd be fine with that.
0: Because. Actually, I, I he's apparently
1: been pretty healthy the last two games. And uh, they just haven't brought him back.
0: They need to. They need to make room for him
1: or pull your pull your RV too. That'd be another one. I don't that, mind
0: that. That's what they're trying to figure out. They, they want to trade him. I mean, ideally, but at the same time, if you got to wave him, you got to wave him. You got to get Em Yamamoto in there. I mean,
1: yeah, just I, some of, I'm not saying, both like two first rounders, two
0: first rounders. Cause I, and the only reason I say that Marty is I don't think one's doing it. I don't think one's going to get it done. Like if, if, if Arizona going to get a first, and an A prospect. Yeah. And then and then maybe a B prospect on top of that or a second round pick or whatever. Yeah. And then you start maybe but I think because like because I just don't see there being like a massive A prospect that Edmonton would want to let go. And really do they even have an A prospect? Like kind of like we're talking somewhat of a blue chipper here. You know what I mean? I'm so that's just. What I'm saying. I'm it's
1: trying to see because didn't Arizona put out what their asking price is? All I keep hearing is that it's it's steep. But what is their asking price? Does anybody actually know?
0: Well, I don't know if they've come off it, but I know whenever this all started, it was two first, like two first rounders, and and the reason really? why. Oh, it is right, right there. It's always. Yeah. And the reason why looking. it's always the two first is because of what you're getting with the guy. One, I think he's at like 4.25 million or 4.75. He's under 5 million. And he's got the rest of this year. And I believe he's got another two years after that. So Arizona's like, yeah, we'll trade him. But I mean, you're getting cost certainty for another two and a half years in this guy. He's under 5 million, he's productive.
1: Yeah. Oh, very. Like when he oh, plays, yeah. he's productive. Absolutely. And
0: I, If I'm not mistaken, he's a pretty big boy, isn't he?
1: That Six four or something not like sure. that. Okay, we've got. We do have some high end prospects that we could probably actually. Yeah. Oh no, definitely not. So yeah, I've heard about Xavier Bourgo. Um, okay. he, I guess, like he's having a decent enough season, anyways. Um, he comes from the queue, so there's always some top quality players in the queue. Philip Broberg, that's another one too. So okay, may, oh Jesus, for two years. There's another one. Yeah, Broberg. Um, for okay, two. It has apparently it has to be two first rounders. So two first rounders and Broberg. Let's say. Oh my God, that's our number one though. Uh, all right, but whatever. Let's say that's what it is, and then you'd get Chikrin for. For two years playing alongside, yeah. And well, and on, you know what? Just because I'm selfish, I would ask for them to also chase uh, Carlson, go get Carlson too. Now imagine that Carlson and Chikrin, and then you demote the hell out of Nurse <laughs> and Bouchard. Poor Nurse. Oh, no, not poor, poor nurse. nurse. He's making enough money. He's all right. He could cry in his. Oh, he's more bills. than all right financially. Oh, my God. Feel guilt, my man. You should donate some of that shit back. No, sorry, that's too harsh. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, I, maybe. I think, uh, yeah, I, you know what? At some point, we talked about this before, right? Ken Holland's got to go all in at some point, if not now, oh. when? Um, and yeah, I mean, if that's the, the cost, if that's what they're floating out there, what, uh, yeah, why stop? Go for it. I would, oh. I think so.
0: So speaking of cost... We're gonna to go to another trade that happened over the past week and a half. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think about the cost that the Rangers paid to get Tarasenko? Um, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, it's I fine. Like it? I,
1: I've got no issues with the trade. Um, I do like, like it the, a lot. Uh, you like it a lot, yeah. And that's the. I think that's the feeling. Hey, eh? everybody's really gung ho about it. Everyone's feeling warm and, and not, fuzzy but about not it. Not you. Right? I I, I feel, I feel fine about it. I just don't, I'm, I don't know if I'm convinced that it's as good as everybody's talking about. And because I, I, I'm specifically speaking to some people saying, oh, the Rangers are now favorites uh, and all this and that. And, and then sure as shit, he goes out in his first game and he scores a goal on his first shift within the first four minutes. I think it was three minutes, whatever it was. And it came from Panarin and, and I get it. All of that looks great. So he came in against, was it Vancouver? On the eighth, I think so. So was that the first? Let me just—I'm just quickly checking here to be sure, because I don't—I don't, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> uh, box score. Okay, so in New York, and we're looking for Tarasenko, and oh, he's not there. Okay, so no, it would have been.
0: I think he's played only. What is it? I think Seattle. It was to- against
1: Seattle and Carolina so far. Um, and you're playing against. They're playing against Vancouver tonight, so this will be his third game. So yeah, against Seattle, final score six three, and uh, yeah, like we said, he he got that first he got that first goal right. Looks good, awesome, good for you. But six goals, you only got the one goal. Okay, that's fine. Next game, it's another six, another six spot, six goals, six to two against Carolina, no points at all. Now he wasn't alone. Panarin. Kind of stole the show. He had five points, four goals, one assist. And Zabanajad only had the one goal. But in 12 goals, he scores one. And they're supposed to be cup favorites now because he's on that team. Now, granted, again, they did very well. 12 goals, two games. And against Carolina, six goals. That's not exactly easy. Seattle, not playing the greatest later, but still a fairly decent team, but not really known for their defense. So kind of mixed results there. All I'm saying is I'm not ready to anoint them the Stanley Cup favorites, not while Tampa's still there and Boston's still there. Um, the way a lot of these teams, Oilers, uh, all these teams are playing Vegas. They're playing really good hockey, and so is New York. But I'm just not convinced that Tarasenko is that kind of an answer for them, that, oh, now we're Cup favorites. Like, pump the brakes a lot on this, because I think he struggles, to be fair. I think he has issues Gelling with everybody at first, and then eventually figuring out his game, and I think that's what's going to happen. So that kind of spells good for the playoffs, but nothing's a guarantee, and I'm just not convinced.
0: Well, I, on the other hand, love the trade. Oh, right. Um, in regard in re- in regards to cost, n- no problem. Yeah, no problem whatsoever. They had two firsts in the- to start off with. They got Dallas's at- earlier in the year for uh, Nick Lundfist. Um, so they had two there. They give up one, perfect, no problem there. He's still a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Um, they gave up a a prospect, and, and no disrespect to him, I, I don't even don't even remember his name, oh, which right. probably says a little bit, says a little. Yeah. I don't want to completely throw the guy under the rug, but anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I mean, I can't even remember the third piece to be honest with you, but oh, Sammy Blay, oh, that's yes. who it was, Sammy Blay. And what I liked about it is, listen, you didn't give anything up for a guy that score basically can almost be a lock for 30 goals <clears> a year at this point, proven 40 goal scorer in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have to be the main guy whatsoever in New York. There's no. easily three, four or five deep uh, in regards to goal scoring and and, per, and producing offense uh, on that team. The thing for me, Marty, that I love the whole Tarasenko part of it. Like, uh, I'm sure he's probably going to have a little bit of time to kind of, you know, get adjusted to to that team and that style of uh, their style of, of play and all that stuff. But um, when it really kind of counts here down, down to the nitty gritty, this is a guy that's been a Stanley cup champion. He knows what it takes as recently as 2019 with St. Louis. Um, and I, the thing that really kind of puts it over the top for me is uh, they got the uh, big Hulkin defenseman out of St. Louis, Nico Mikola. So, you're adding another, and if I'm not mistaken, he's a fairly big guy, six six and two hundred. I want to say twenty pounds plus type of deal. Yeah. So you're just you're adding another another piece to the puzzle here. I mean, Marty, it's it's no secret, obviously, in regards to the Rangers, we know what they're trying to achieve here. They went to the conference finals last year. They're hoping for another deep <laughs> run. They got the star goaltender. They got the great offensive uh, blue liner. They got punishing uh, defenders in Truba and now Mikola. Um, you got an offense that can can get it done. I mean, you know, they, they still have to play all the games here. I'm not saying that the Rangers have won the Stanley Cup here and are going to march through the playoffs. Like, they, they still got to play the games. And then, you know, you got to have the heart. You got to have the, 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 basically, I mean, you got to want it more than the other guy. You got to have the will to win it. So there's still that for them to get done. But when you just kind of look at it on paper and see what they kind of gave up, the cost, and what they got back, and you know where they're at in in regards to uh where their organization is i think it's a pretty damn good move in my, in my honest opinion and again i know I, I keep going back to the cost but you didn't give anything up
1: no it Blay
0: wasn't doing anything yeah. Sa- sammy blay wasn't doing anything for you when you got him from st louis in the first place you give up i'll, I'll go ahead and say probably a b prospect and and you give up a first rounder of, of which you had two yep like it's, and, it's a good and, move. It's a smart move. And, if,
1: if that trade comes to your table, you kind of have to take it. It's a little too good because you're trying to do something in New York this year, trying to do it right now. So he is a rental. He's at he's at a UFA at the end of the season so if it goes oh, yeah, if, it, oh, yeah. if it goes bust then it, that's fine it's completely fine you're you're moving your chips in maybe not all of them but you're moving your chips in anyways you're making a big bet on this year and that's fine that's what you should be doing as a GM um it's nice to see and it keeps you competitive it keeps your fans engaged all of it it's the right move for sure and i am curious to know what would what would it take to re-sign him if things do go well? And let's say they get nice and close. What would it take to re-sign Tarasenko? They don't have that many issues next year in terms of uh, signing or losing some players. They've got, uh, like I mentioned, Tarasenko, but then they've got Mikula, Halak, uh, Walensky, Smith, and Carpenter that are UFAs. Not a big loss if all of them decided to walk. But then the RFAs kind of like, uh, make that list a little bit longer. Lafreniere is right there. Chittle, uh, Keiondre Miller, a um, couple other players. I'm trying to see anybody of note. nobody really. They're in a good spot to not just use him as a rental and, and actually get far with him. They're in a good spot to potentially re-sign him too. Like they don't have much to do next next year. So depending on what their cap space would be next year, right now they are currently below, they've got about a million and a bit to play with. I don't know what all this translates to money-wise next year, but it definitely seems like there's a possibility of Tarasenko if he wanted to, and if things go well and he loves playing with Panarin um, as much as he says he would and as much as Panarin says he wants to play with him as well, then I don't know. Like maybe what I'm getting at is I see this being more effective next year, if he decides to say, then this year. That's my feeling. I don't see Tarasenko being the answer this year, but I see him being the answer next year.
0: Like, I, I can understand where you're coming from. I mean, as soon as the trade kind of went down, I think a lot of people felt the same way as I did. I mean, again, and we're kind of circling back to the cost of this trade again. Yeah. And, I mean, it just... It's beauty. From their perspective, where, every, where everything felt for the Rangers, it's just, like, I mean... It, like you said, I mean you almost if somebody presents you with that or if you're kind of pushing a little bit with that, you, you gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta make it happen. But I do understand how that was the initial reaction from everybody. So you're yeah. like, let's just hold just, on. Let let's yeah. let's give this 10, 15 games. Let's see what's going on here. Like I can understand where you're coming from too. Like you know, we've seen this time and time again, right? Especially when it comes to trade deadline. And I, I and we've done it a little bit in our league too, which is kind of funny, but uh, in in the actual NHL, you tend to have more of these GMs that want to get these deals done early. They want about three weeks to, if a month if they possibly can, yeah. uh, to get this player integrated into their system. I mean, which is what they've done with Tarasenko here. I mean, it, uh, March third I believe is the trade deadline, so yep. I mean, you know, you got a good three weeks here to kind of see what's going on, what's up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I really do think that this kind of boosts the Rangers up a little bit, or at least gives them a booster chances. Let's put it that way, yeah. uh, to do some, to do some damage in the playoffs. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you add a D another D and then you add another score to a team that kind of has something going on. I mean, maybe there were, you know, and, and that's the other thing too, right? Like, I mean, Tereseco is going to come in there and, and he's been there. Yeah. So if there's any kind of if there's any kind of lackadaisical, you would have to hope, and and I believe that, uh, you know, um, Tarasenko is that type of player. I mean, he's maybe not the super raw raw guy. But if they're in the playoffs and they're kind of floundering a little, like, it seems to me he'd be the type of guy that, you know, at 31 years of age here, he doesn't have another decade or anything <laughs> like that. So, boys, like, let, let's kind of wake up here. I, I would at least think that he has that in him for sure. So you're adding in some nice intangibles too. Yeah,
1: and, and, and to be fair, I don't know that New, there's anybody even on this New York Rangers team that would even go in that direction because they've been in the playoffs last year. Uh, they've got some guys with some experience in there, with some playoff experience. They know what it's going to take to get it done. But I agree that Tarasenko has gotten that much further than the, anybody else on that team. He got the cup. So there's going to be some people who will actually perk up and listen when he decides to talk, um, should he decide to talk, and, and maybe be that that leader that steps in every once in a while. I don't see him as being in sort of the forefront of it all. But this team, hands down, absolutely got way better with Tarasenko. It's funny that I'm kind of downplaying it because I got him on my team. And when I heard he got traded to the New York Rangers, I was very excited, for sure. I thought to myself, great. Uh, he went from being injured and playing on a team that's on the downward spiral to, a, uh, to healthy and playing on one of the best offensive teams and on the top line, even strength anyways. Um, so, of course, I'm excited. Like if they were not in the Eastern Conference and instead, but in the Western Conference, their record uh, hasn't been first overall. They're one of the best teams in the league. Um, In terms of goals goals, uh, four, they're kind of in the middle of the pack there. But overall, this is a well-coached, well-run system. This works for them. And offense is uh, one of the first focal points for sure. Um, And getting Tarasenko just makes that a little bit better. So, yeah, it all makes sense. Good for them. Happy for New York.
0: Good, good job, New York. I believe New
1: York Rangers are uh, my, my uncle, Mike, uh, his favorite team. Um, and if you guys don't know why I'm mentioning him, we've got an interview with him. He's uh, kind of a local Cornwall, Ontario, my hero, uh,
0: hockey hero. <laughs> He's a Cornwall legend, yeah. Cornwall legend.
1: Uh, and we got an interview with him in our first season. So if you haven't heard it yet, go check it out. It's definitely worth a listen. Uh and Google, like speaking Google, like dot com,
0: baby. Speaking baby. Com.
1: Speaking of which, um, we will be taking a short um, break for a message from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll get right into uh, Check My Fanny. This time
0: of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good. But most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be a big part of a big change. If it's something you use every day, like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycons got you covered. And yep, Raycons start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love Raycons as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guarantee. Ready to buy something small with big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash thpn. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back. Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Bonjour. C'est mes fesses. On va regarder.
1: That's not, it's not the same thing in French. It's completely different.
0: You know what? You know what? Misses the mark. May have to edit that out. That one doesn't work.
1: Okay. I hope you guys don't speak French. Uh, All right. We're here checking our fans. So listen,
0: let me, we are, are we? No. Anyway. um, So I better get my act together little that's bit. The, that's the situation here. little fucking bit, my uh, man. Three ga- this is Three bad. game losing streak. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. my God. Three game losing streak here. So, like, if I'm going to turn things around, I better get it going. Um, like this week. Uh, like yesterday. It would be good. Like, it would have been good yesterday. Well, <laughs> well Monday could have even been better. A little bit. But, yeah. so, losing to Ryan this week, but that's okay. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Yes. So, that's the deal there. Now, you are on a three game winning streak. I am. You? Or, no, is
1: it? Oh, is it three, four? Three game, four game. Hold on, it might be Maybe, four.
0: It may be. It might be four. As a matter of fact, I believe it, it is means. four. Look at that. I don't even know my own team. Excellent. So, kind of going in, <laughs> kind of going different directions. I passed by you there a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> anyway. yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what happened there. So, listen, I'm blaming everything on Matt Murray. So we <laughs> took, yeah. so yeah. took care of the problem. I mean, that listen sounds fair. If I almost put you in if I almost put you into my beast two weeks in a row and you basically aren't playing, yeah. That's a problem. It is. So anyway, went out there. It's not exactly what I would have wanted, but listen, as a fourth string goaltender, went out and got Jack Campbell, traded uh traded a sixth round inch draft in 25-26 for him. So there you go. A little swap between me and Tom. And then you what? had to one up me. No. Eh. What? what? Don't give me no. No. me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just having some fun. That's all. Doing some hockey things. I Are saw you? your trade, and it was in no way a reactionary um, trade to yours at all. I promise you. I saw your that's... trade. I thought this is this makes sense. You keep telling yourself that. You gotta get. <laughs> you gotta get. I gotta tell somebody this. You gotta get rid of Murray, of course. So and Campbell. Oh my god, he's been playing so hot lately. It makes a lot of sense. You're not giving yeah, up much. Yeah, he, he is. Sixth round. Awesome, great trade, and yes, it did have me a little not concerned because you've got Sorokin and um, uh, Shosturkin, Shosturkin. So it doesn't matter. You don't like he's not he's not your main guy, but obviously in those days where you got to insert somebody that maybe you wouldn't have before, like having Matt Murray to want somebody actually play. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, like I was looking, I was looking forward to playing against you and seeing if you were dumb enough to put Matt Murray in again because he did do it that one week. Come on. (laughs) Which was, now. the irony of that is we were playing against each other, and I had Samsonov. So I dressed Samsonov, and mm-hmm. you dressed Murray. And
0: I, uh, <laughs> no, no, let's not even go there. But. Freaking guy only plays two games. It's a back-to-back. Anyway. Wow. He gets a freaking shutout. I couldn't believe it. He's I just so fragile.
1: Be. But, uh, oh. so yeah, so then my trade was, uh, I sent a fifth, and only out of, um, out of forced, that I didn't want to, uh, I gave also Eric Gustafson. I would have preferred to hold on to 2D, but because I got another D in return, that meant uh, the Cougars didn't have enough D to dress. So there's a rule there. So in order to facilitate the trade, I got rid of Gustafson and I took in Brent Burns, who, by the way, of course, scored a goal last night. Thank you very much. It's two points in our league, which uh, is helping out this week because, I mean, let's just before, don't say anything right now, just want to (laughs) mention... The Dragons are losing. So Mike's losing to the team I traded to, the Cougars, and does Gustafson have a point? <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay. That would have been funny. Um but he is losing 10-7 and I'm winning against Apocalypse 10-6. Um so keep it up. It, 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 obviously the trade helped me out. And uh but I don't think any I don't think you or Scott or um any or even my dad, the Buccaneers. Care that I'm beating Joel. I think you all want me to beat Joel, right? Joel's number one right now. But what's interesting is if I beat him, it will put, and let's say, well, okay, it will put him and I tied for first overall and then instantly give Scott because Scott, I have a feeling Scott might win this week. Something tells me. His lead do, right? <laughs> is twenty-five to nine, so he's gonna win this week. So anyway, so I beat. Let's say, I, let's say I do. Knock on wood. I do end up beating the apocalypse. We'll we'll be tied with records of uh, 12, 5, and one, where Scott will have a record of I believe, yeah, thirteen and five. So we'll be behind Scott by one. So now anything can still happen. It's only Wednesday. In fact, the games haven't even started for today. So who knows what happens after tonight's? But it's... Um, all that to say it's... Because let's say I do lose. It, then it brings me back into a tie. And let's if you decide to win. Because it's a choice. Uh, if, I, if I decide. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then so on and so forth. So it, it could pull us... It could, it could make a, a huge bottleneck for second place uh, yeah. again. So, like, there's... Every little game seems to going to have some sort of major impact on a bunch of other teams. There's five teams involved in this right now um, because it looks like the Bucs are going to win. So it keeps them in the hunt. They're only, yes, they fell behind last week, put some two games behind, but they're definitely going to win this week. And if, let's say I beat Apocalypse and then you lose, and but Scott's going to win, it puts the Buccaneers at that point in a tie with, actually, leap, he leapfrogs you if you lose because he's currently tied with you. So now that puts yeah. you even further back. Like there's a lot
0: of there's a lot of things that could you won last year. And like, like hey, dude, dude. I'm telling you, like I said, like I said, <laughs> I have to put an end to this three game losing streak like this week it's like, like it has it's to a happen. must. The gut the boys gotta wake up. Uh the boys have to wake up. Get what's it done. been your
1: biggest issue just right just now in, in this in the, what have you noticed about your team?
0: Well, in regards to probably defensemen scoring, I'd have to take a closer look, but that probably isn't helping. But just on an overall, like, I guess I could say it this way I mean, instead of getting those weeks of six or seven points, I just haven't been getting any players that have been getting those totals whatsoever over the past little while. Like, that's crazy. You know, maybe, pushing a, maybe pushing a six point. Um, you know, Buffalo's I, again, been struggling lately. Look, and that's been a big oh, one. So that's her yes. tuck,
1: um, for sure. I don't know what's going on with Buffalo. The, it's weird. They should be
0: playing. And the other thing I about? can't. Well, I can't. I can't wait for oh, next Dallin. year in regards to an in in regards to an obviously, uh, um, when it comes to the Islanders, I love Sorokin, and he is absolutely head head and shoulders above Varlamov. But just because Varlamov's there, they yeah. tend to split more than I would like. You're right. I've noticed so that. There's too. stuff like there's stuff like there's stuff like that. Where great goaltender like, I I love Shostak and I love Sorokin. Like I, somebody would have to you know, back the Brinkshrek truck up to to get them off of me for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean I I you know well they're, they're no two you're top right top five goaltenders. Oh my god, they're two of the uh, best,
1: absolute best. They're two, Set and forget it every so, week for sure.
0: Now that again, but that's the only problem because Varlamov's been around. Yeah, like if it was if it was kind of your quote unquote regular backup Laurent if it goalie, was him
1: he you wouldn't be seeing as that's, that a, that's much. a different story
0: yeah. that's a different story so yeah. i mean you know once a, a couple of things kind of clear up but but again i i, I had the same issue last year with soroka and i just you had other players that were kind of filling in the uh, filling in the gaps when i needed them too and hey because you've got and, and flurry
1: and campbell as your uh your other two goalies so Third, but yeah, could you imagine fourth. a week where you feel it's better to dress Campbell over Sorokin? Like, that's you. Uh, it has to be because of games. It has to be because of man games. Exactly. Um, exactly.
0: Even for Flurry, and so, and and that's the other thing with Flurry. I mean, he's. I wouldn't say it's been a split so much as Gustafson's been cannibalizing starts from him. Right. but yeah. like, I mean, he's been playing well, so and deservedly so. He's getting more games, yeah. so. But, yeah, and overall, it's just a case where I don't, like, I mean, I haven't, as soon as I got my hands on Dreisaitl, you're hoping a player like that gets you kind of those weeks where you're like seven, yes. eight, maybe a nine, maybe a nine-point Absolutely. I haven't even got close to that. No. But I actually. He went quiet. I'm actually wondering if, well, I actually wonder if he's got a little bit of an injury or a lingering injury.
1: Oh, but, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I don't, I'm not sure. But, hey, listen, uh, you know, Scott's team has been on fire most of the year. I mean, you could maybe pick a handful of weeks where he hasn't been on fire. Uh, so his team's playing well. Joel, again, you know, likes to use advantage of man games played, um, uses it to a T. Yep. So he gives it. So, I mean, he's got a team that, you know, if he's contending, he's the type of team that's not going to beat himself. See, so like, you're, you're. It's a good way you know, to put it. Yeah, for sure. Pay he's he, he's going to put himself in the best position he possibly can. And it's not so much that, you know, you just have to overcome whatever he kind of throws at you. So, and, and listen, I mean, your team has been, speaking of being on fire over the last little while, and let's, and we talked about this, uh, I believe even last week, you've gone through a gauntlet, man, like the last three to four weeks, the last month for you, you've been playing top teams n- endlessly. Like it's not, it's never ending.
1: Uh, so a little bit, yeah.
0: <laughs> so you've you've gone through one hell of a stretch, and like man, the last four teams. I mean, you got uh, Joel this week. <laughs> you had me the week before. <laughs> I think you had your father and your brother and Scott and Scott, yeah, throwing in. So including Joel this week. You've been playing top top teams for like the past almost month and a half. I may be the so, reason
1: things are so tight right now. If we were to take a closer oh, look at it, because if you no, if you if you're, I, if you're looking at all the that. top teams, if I'm the one beating yeah. all these top teams, then I'm the one who's actually yeah. really affecting. Because yes, one, two, three, four of those four games, one team was Jason. The other ones, like you, and actually before that it was you. So there was two losses there, though. But then before that, I had you. Oh, I had beaten you. So, anyways. But at least in the last four games, in this four-game winning streak, I've beaten Apocalypse, Buccaneers, and Dragons. So they've all taken a step down. And and that just those three of the five, and I'm actually the other one, so I'm the fourth. So there's four teams involved in those last three games where I bumped up a lot, and those three came right down. That's a big shift. And now we're seeing an even bigger bottleneck like again this isn't I'm not trying to like I would say this if it was any any other team and like we've talked about Scott's team as well before so but I'm just saying this is a lot of movement and now with Joel this week if I pull this out um and then Scott right after holy that's true eh Oh my god, I still have to go through Scott after this week. I thought I had an easier ride in the next game. Okay, so it's another game after and then I got Joel again and then you and then my dad. Holy jeez. <laughs> I'm not gonna win this thing. It, I'm gonna try though.
0: It does not it does not end, my friend. It does <laughs> no. not end. But I mean look, we're we're making we're making our moves. I'm I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some more to come here before the trade deadline. Um I'm interested it, in knowing that. Yeah, that's, that's int- a good point. I don't know, maybe. It it it's just as interesting as it's as it was last year. There's just as many of us that are sticking our nose in there. Would I mean, you the would you make not... another trade though? Would you make another move right now? Um, I think I, I've done my heavy lifting. I mean, in all reality, the Jack Campbell thing was just because I, I can't take Murray anymore. Well, no, me. you can't. Jesus Christ! Like I think, a, I, th- that, I think I I think when not... you look at
1: somebody's team, you can see that there's a need. There's that need, and with you. Murray. I mean, there's no bigger need to a team than another goalie. When you look down the list and you see Matt Murray on it, that's the biggest hole you can see right there. So that to me was a super, like, that was a brilliant move. Absolutely cost you nothing. And even for Tom to go out and get him knowing full well, he was just going to trade him. He was going to be a piece that he's going to turn into a a trade. It's a smart move. I love both sides of it completely. You guys are two teams going in opposite directions. So it makes a lot of sense, but yeah, I mean, when I look at your team at this point,
0: I mean, I, I, I don't see a hole. The only other thing I could probably about the only other thing I could probably move out would be uh, Burkovsky.
1: Burkowski. But what I've are you another gonna guy?
0: Ge- but we're going to get into him in my beasts. What are you going to we'll, get? We'll, we're that's we're the thing. Like, about- what are you getting at it? Like, Not, who, first of all, who's taking Burkowski? Oh, no, no, nobody. Yeah. Well, no, well, no, I, it, no, uh, let me let me clarify, I wouldn't be trading him so much as I would make a trade and drop him.
1: Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, So go out uh, trade another pick, get another player to have on your bench because on your bench, aside from Burkovsky, you've got Konechny, who's decided to stop scoring like he was. Uh, Miller doing fine, Rantanen doing very fine Dowdy is a good defenseman to have on your bench And in only probably because of the games played You haven't put him yet, he's got two games, yeah. that's it So otherwise you've got Dahlin, Hedman, Latang, and Sergishev You're doing fine um, on D You don't actually have to go out and get anything on D So it's really all about if I wanted a better forward sitting on my bench That's your hole mm-hmm. So Yeah maybe you no
0: know, my heavy lifting was done with dry cycle, and in all reality that i mean it, it it's been a bit of a letdown <sighs> Wait but hey a minute. you want tarasenko I mean, it, we'll talk oh. we'll talk let's talk now there's a
1: we got a show a possibility we've never done a trade live on the show let's do a trade live on the show
0: i don't know if we can <laughs> do a trade live on the show man it's just not like uh, i'm gonna be oh, honest you don't, with don't you, want to you don't want to at all it's
1: <laughs> No, you it's, want things it's not to be my private. Jam. It's no. not my jam. It's oh, it'd not be my jam. so cool. I, I, it'd be so cool. Go back and will. forth. Oh no, we will. We 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 promises we will. Okay.
0: We may have to talk about it before the show starts, but we will. <laughs> so it
1: uh, clearly it'll be scripted then. Let's not do that. Oh, clearly.
0: <laughs> clearly, son. Clearly.
1: Oh, oh, oh no. no, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: We'll do this. If you do the trade on the air, I'll pay, I'll ask for less. But if we do it off the air, I'm gonna ask for more saying that i'm i'm that and that's for real that's for real that's all right that's right
0: we'll i'll i'll see what the price is off air as compared (laughs) to next week when i talk about it all (laughs)
1: okay all right fine
0: we'll see we'll see fair enough but you know what we got to move over to the beauties and the beast and i'll tell you why there's a couple of things i need to talk about okay one is my actual beast because i need to go off on this fucking guy (laughs) and yeah he's making he's making me swear yes he is but first let's go over the beauties okay now we had to delay our show a little bit here. We normally record on uh, Mondays, but we're recording on a Wednesday evening this week. Um, so we're a little further away than I would have liked to be from this topic. But if we go back to um, Edmonton playing Ottawa the other night. <laughs> yeah. McDavid, McDavid picking Shabbat's oh pocket. Oh, my God. Okay. It's one of my beauties. And I'm going to tell you why. It Listen, we all saw the play. We all saw the, the, the beauty of it, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. What got me is the dogged determination that McDavid showed everyone. Okay? It's, it's not like we didn't realize it, what, it wasn't there before because we all know it is. We know how bad he, badly he wants a cup. And, but for me, when I was watching those highlights, like I didn't see it live. Right. So when I was watching the highlights, when I watched the highlights, I'm like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like he he dogged him, he dogged him huge. Yeah, he on it honestly, guys. He made Shabbat look like a junior B player. Okay, pretty easily. Like this is this is the NHL. That's an NHL defenseman, and a, and it, like the guys, the guy doesn't have like cinder blocks for fucking feet, right? Like he. <laughs> He can skate. Yeah, he's a good skater. Yeah, Shabbat. He's he's quite fleet of foot, but McDavid made him look absolutely <laughs> silly. And what got me, what got it for me, was just the absolute determination you could see in that play. And for where Edmonton's at, for any criticism that they that they get, you know, not being able to kind of get over the hump here with McDavid. Oh my God, you're wasting years of McDavid. Oh my God, McDavid this, McDavid that. He is showing that whole roster, like guys, like l- let's go, let's go, because he, he's he's not sitting there on the periphery. He's not sitting back. Like never stops. I'm moving. sorry, but I I'm sorry, I, and I don't know if it's just me, but that play hit me like right there in regards to that is a lot of determination from that guy. It's and. And, and and this is the type of guy that could, that could lay up on at any point at any shift. I mean, Jesus Christ, the guy scores two points a game. Yeah, <laughs> that's so if at. he takes <laughs> a couple shifts off, it's okay. So <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get across in in regards to what that did for me. Is it just kind of said, listen, <laughs> if the rest of these guys are not going to start pulling their weight or 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 can't see. That the guy that leads them, your captain, the guy that's led you since he came into the friggin' league, he's the best hockey player on the face of the earth, and he's doing that, like he dogged him, Marty.
1: No, oh. he was all over him. An NHL defenseman, so considered a good but, one too.
0: So, so for me, that spoke volumes, and I hope that his teammates and that organization are listening, and that go, and that can go right up to Ken Holland. And this first round pick that we have no idea why he wants to hold on to, <laughs> like you. Everybody needs to like you, we got to get this done here. Yeah. Okay. Like you're taking your Pieces and like your your goaltending's better. Yes, there's still some questions on defense. They're trying to uh, to answer those questions as much as they can. In there's, a in a year
1: a, where you've your secondary scoring has been figured out as good as it has because it's not through the roof. It's never been this good. This is the oh. year to push them all in. And, and to me, Absolutely. you come out and you can say that. And we've been waiting for our, our for our secondary scoring to be where it's at. Now we're ready to go. You can use that as your excuse, even if you made it up yesterday. I don't care. You can come out and say that, and I'll and everyone will be like, you know what? Fucking bravo. Good move. Way to wait, because you're right. This is the time. Your secondary it scoring is. has never been this good. Nuge is at 63 on pace. To, he's he's going to flirt with 100 this year. Hyman is not that far behind. Yes, some holes in defense, but that's why you go out and get a guy like Chiktrin. Chikrin.
0: It makes and do, sense. And don't, and don't forget, Evander King comes back from, uh, mm. from injury. And, and listen, we, we know how I feel about the guy. I I, th- I don't even know if the guy should be in the league. But reg- irregardless. That aside. <laughs> this, guy pr- this guy provides you with putting the puck in the back of the net. And Marty, we talked about this endlessly. Yeah. If you can get a guy that can score and then be the the kind of disturber or yeah. physical presence and we're talking about your your uh, Matt Kachucks, we're talking yeah. about your Evander Kanes, we're talking about your Brady Kachucks. These are guys that can be productive for you and then give you all the intangibles that you want, whether that's being a rat or whether that's being super physical on star players. Yeah. Like uh, listen, I don't like Evander Kane, I don't think that's <laughs> any secret whatsoever, but he gives you what he gives you. Yeah, at the end and, of the day, if he scores some that's goals something for that you, then this we talking have. about.
1: No, Edmonton doesn't have exactly. that. Exactly. They've, they've been having issues with this all along, so it's very nice to see for sure. But when you've got McDavid, like I like that you said that, like he's not. This shows that he's not taking a shift off. He continues to push hard every single shift for as long as he's out there, the whole time nothing there's there and and like as if we're discovering that McDavid has another gear because he is that's what he's doing this year he's showing us he's got another gear. he's gonna break his own records he's gonna this is the season he breaks his own goals record and he's gonna lead the league in goal like he's this is the other this is that one other leap like every year he's showing another step, and every year we don't win the cup like this is the year. Secondary scoring is happening. Well, McDavid's gonna have his best year he's ever had. Go all in, fucking go. all in. And well, your I mean, your goalie's finally figuring it out. Fucking push him all in. I'll give you mine. Push mine in too.
0: Like, like I mean, listen. It, it's just a case where with with the determination he showed in that one play for me, like guys get on board. Like it it, it this is if it wasn't time last year or yeah. the year before, yeah. like fuck me. It, it like let it. It's time here. It's time. <laughs> 100%. So that, that's, that's my first beauty of the week. The <laughs> second one, Dougie Hamilton, 6'6", 230-pound, mm. 29-year-old. Now, he's played 52 games this year, 15 goals, which in our league is huge. Yeah. He's double that, so he got 30 points there alone. 37 assists for an actual total of 52 points. In our league, that would be... 67. 67. So, I mean, you're that's you're in a ton of points out of this guy, plus 18. He's playing over 22 minutes a night. New Jersey, do I need to say, say any more there? I mean, the nice thing about Hamilton is that, first and foremost, I don't know if anybody saw this year coming out of him. Has he like had this. years where he's been productive when he's played? Absolutely. He's kind of been middling in regard. You know, he's had a 50-point season here. You know, gotten close maybe another a couple of times. But this year, whether it's just a a fact of him being healthy combined with the fact that the team is doing quite well, like it's just, it is all coming together for him kind of all at the same time. I certainly hope I didn't jinx the guy and (laughs) he gets injured now that I mentioned that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you just got to enjoy the ride right now with this guy because, again, I don't think anybody saw this. Like, it's not like we couldn't see a 50 to 55 point season here and in the future. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying, like, I mean, we're we're 52 games in here, guys, and he's he's a point game pace. Yep. So, I mean, th- th- this is, uh, you know, uncharted territory for him, and you know, you wish him nothing but the best here because, I mean, we could easily be talking about an 80 point defenseman here, and we know that that's a little bit different in our league, but uh, you know, in the actual NHL, that says quite a bit if you're if you're putting up that kind of production as a D. So, you know, again. If this is a guy that you know, he may actually be that type of guy that you could potentially get in a trade as well, right? So, this is this is that type of player. If I was in any kind of a you know, whether it's daily fantasy or head-to-head weekly, this is maybe somebody you might want to poke around, see if the, see if that person's available. Maybe he's on a team that's up and come or up and coming, or maybe a bottom feeder. Unfortunately, in our league, he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> so. Su- suffice it to say, I don't think Joel's going to be moving him. No. But again, this is the type of guy you might want to sniff around, see if he's possibly available. He'd be great out to your team for sure. Um, Number, uh, sorry, my third uh beauty this week is Eli Tolvening. Great move by the Kraken to pick this guy up on yeah. waivers. Um, You know, in the 90s, he's he's played more game. The the numbers I'm going to give you, he's actually played more games and has more more points. But with the Kraken, as of this writing, he had 19 games played, nine goals. Only three assists for 12 points. But listen, this guy was kind of known a little bit as a goal scorer Mm -hmm. coming into the league. So the fact that he's actually kind of burying a few here uh, early on in his tenure with Seattle, no problems whatsoever, kind of fits in real nice down there too because he certainly isn't. When he came into Nashville, I think there were some pretty high expectations on this guy, and I don't know if that's what kind of threw things off a little bit or not. Could be. But either way, he goes to Seattle, kind of, you know, out west there. Yes, they're, they're, a lot of people are keeping an eye on him. The team's doing well. But he kind of just kind of slides right in there on the third line. I believe he's. I believe he was for a time. Uh, on power play one as well. Not 100% sure of that anymore. But again, this is the type of guy, he's got a bit of a pedigree. Things didn't necessarily work out all that great in Nashville. And as you can see, with maybe a few more opportunities, which the Kraken can play around with that, I think, a little bit too. Maybe a bit more than Nashville. But either way, he's getting an opportunity, and he's doing quite well. So this is the type of guy... Uh, that you, especially in a, a daily fantasy league where you can kind of pop in, pop out, so to speak. This is a guy you may want to keep an eye on as well, uh, moving forward for sure. Now this one, I'm a little biased. <laughs> this is my beast. This is my beast, by the way, folks. There isn't going to be much of a write-up on this guy. Not much. So I picked him up at mid So I picked up Travis Konechny at mid-season. Now I don't know if it's just... Maybe maybe somebody else. Maybe you put a hex on me before we started this podcast.
1: I'm not. I'm not I don't, known I for don't that.
0: know. I don't know. But but I tell you, I'm just not having much luck with first round mid season picks here, man. Yeah. I this really guy, yeah. I pick him up, and he. Uh, ah. You know what? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Travis said to himself, "Shit, the Dragons drafted me up there in the CFHL. <laughs> Fuck out there in Ottawa. Now nope. I better start not scoring." <laughs> so he's decided to take a friggin' goddamn vacation over the past three weeks because jesus he hasn't like the guy's pointless in eight games like what i've got written down here is come on man (laughs) (laughs) come on just what am i supposed to write about you haven't you you haven't scored a a point in any games come on i i i I don't i i can't uh, (laughs) like i just won't go word for word in regards to any of my writings but this one i am the guy is pointless in eight games Come on, man! <laughs> like, do something, guy. Do oh something. man!
1: And it's not like he's not playing. Oh, he's got 20 Lord. minutes of ice time. He's not doing anything.
0: Holy buddy! I, like he, I don't and, know. And he had a great, he no, had a great oh start yeah, of the guys.
1: He still he has, has 49, 49 points. 49, 40, like that's how good of a I first ass, a first half he had. So.
0: Well, yeah, he's an ass <laughs> lately, but yeah, <laughs> the, like, yeah He caught Jesus. that. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> not bad, Travis Konechny. Very deserving. You are. You are, sir, my beast for the week.
1: And that puts uh, the beauties and the beasts in my corner. So we'll go with my beauties. First up, Mister, one, Mr. John Morrissey, because he heard for the same. I guess they were listening together. Konecki heard that you had drafted me, so he's like, mm, fuck it, I'm done. And Morrissey heard what I said about him last week, and where I said that that was it, he's I'm done, off. and uh, he's going to tail off. He's like, mm, I don't think so. So three games, three goals, and one assist, which in our league is seven points uh, in three games. So I, it's okay. I'm happy to eat my words. I don't mind that you're playing really well, and he really is. And very possible that I maybe I put out a prediction that will turn out to be wrong. I don't know if that's ever happened before, but maybe this is the one that goes wrong. Of course it's happened. It happens all the freaking time. But honestly... I'm still not convinced. Uh, it's you know he's played three games between because of the also break. It's between January 30th and February 15th. He's played three games. So it since since the two games they've been back. It's basically then that he's put in the damage. I believe he had a goal or something. But anyway, it doesn't matter. His last three games have been pretty hot, but I still feel like the shoe's going to fall off and fall back to reality and that's fine but for now might as well route him out maybe he's got a couple extra games left under his belt where he is going to produce because he is producing and you can't argue with the results so if he's producing fine put him in but trust me you're gonna get ready to pull him back out because it, it the, sh- the shoe's gonna fall off very soon uh it's an interesting way to end on a beauty <laughs> in a very negative tone i was, I, I was gonna say i was Just going to say,
0: hmm, pulling out. What?
1: What? No. Next up, Clayton Keller. (laughs) Three games, three goals, and five assists. And every time I see his name, it makes me want to tweet out to Sean Avery just to say, no, you suck. Because of that little comment he made, I think it was last year. So... Not that anyone really needs another reason to hate Sean Avery, quite frankly. The guy's kind of a fucking douchebag, but anyways, uh, all that aside, Clayton is kind of wasted in Arizona. He's got five years left on his eight-year deal and he's worth every penny. He's putting up all kinds of points and continues. The most impressive thing about him, I think, is really just the fact that he's so consistent every single year. There's nobody around him. Yes, Nick Schmaltz is there, and yes, Shane Goss' bear is there as well, but he doesn't need any of these guys. He's played with much less And it doesn't matter. He's always going to produce. He's actually a top 25 player, in my opinion, in the league. But on any other team, he would easily be a top 15. He kind of deserves more appreciation than he's getting. So watch the Phoenix Coyotes play. Watch them play and cheer for Clayton. Um, Not saying go out and buy his jersey, but you should watch him because he's one of the best players in the league. He's a good player to watch.
0: You know what? Just to kind of add to that. Keller, great player. And another one that needs to be mentioned out there in Arizona is Nick Schmaltz. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say, he um, you know, traded him, traded him at midseason. Yeah. But it. he's he's been super productive this year for that team. And listen, I mean, you got those two guys out there, nobody's paying any attention to them. They're in a five, they like yeah. a 5,500 seat arena. Um, <laughs> you know, playing for the Arizona Coyotes. Listen, I'm not trying to you know, kind of bash these guys. But, I mean, it has been a tough go out there, man, for easily 15, 20 years now, man. Yeah. So, good on them. Yep. It, you know, it's hard out there, man. It is. It's hard if you're a player out there. I mean, dude, going from the Montreal Bell Centre, 21,000 people to 5,500 in Arizona. Yeah. Like, there's a difference don't <laughs> tell me yeah. otherwise or just don't tell me otherwise so yeah. but i just wanted to mention yeah, that as well you're right nick schmaltz good, for sure good, another good another good player doing well out there in arizona
1: yeah arizona getting a lot of love today with the whole chicken thing yeah, and man. these two guys so yeah, interesting maybe there's maybe they should invest in that team a little bit more maybe someone should give it's a shit the, about that it, team like jesus
0: it's the yotes episode
1: yotes uh aiden hill talked uh, I said earlier I was going to talk about him a little bit so three games two wins no losses 129 goals against and 935 save percentage so this is a great start, and like we talked already, he's going to need to keep this going. Aiden Hill can absolutely carry this load for the next couple of weeks, and it's actually why they went out and got him in a trade with the Sharks in August. So he will give them every chance to win while he's patrolling the crease. So make it count, Vegas. I mean, honestly, give him all the support he deserves. We talked about that already. Um, you know, supporting cast seven goals in the first game. Since uh, being sort of anointed as the more unofficial uh, first goalie while Thompson is out. Um, But there's a severe, there's a very serious chance that Aiden Hill could play his way into Cassidy's heart. (laughs) Valentine's Day was yesterday. Uh, Play his way into seeing uh, sort of a shared system if Thompson doesn't do well coming right back from this injury. So for now, Aiden Hill if you can get him get him and if you've got him start him uh every time the vegas play vegas uh knights play start Aiden hill absolutely
0: you no know, i mean we talked about it at the top of the show right like it, they're going to be leaning heavily on him and Laurent Bro- uh Brosseau so listen it, it's kind of go time for these guys it, it's an opportunity for you know probably for these guys to maybe get a contract elsewhere where whatever the case is so there's plenty to play for here like you certainly hope that he's Puts his best foot forward and obviously seems to be doing that with a 129 GAA and 935 save percentage. I mean, look, he's he's certainly taking uh, the opportunity and running with it. So, yeah. uh, I mean, good on Aiden Hill. And you know, I, I like we said uh, at the start of the show, I I don't think there's going to be much of a problem with um, uh, with Vegas overall here. I, I, I they've shown it's a big enough sample size this year and with the challenges they've gone through, I think they're going to be just fine. Yeah uh
1: and for my beasts uh a little bias as well and i put two players down because i don't know at this point i like these are players that i rely on heavily uh for my week to week points and luckily i didn't dress one of them last week because of the amount of games that were playing but i looked a little bit deeper and overall and i'm like jesus i don't even want him next week so it's Brad Marchand and Steve Samcos they're tied for my beasts and the reason for is because <laughs> okay They got one assist between the two of them in their last four games. Now, that may not sound like Mm -hmm. completely horrible, but remember who these two players are. But more than that, Tampa has had 16 goals and Boston has had 10. So now in 26 goals, if I told you that Stammer and Marchand would have one assist in that span, what would your reaction be? And if you say anything... Other than you're crazy, you're lying. Because you'd have to be crazy to think that two of the top six guys on two of the top offensive teams will be held to one assist out of 26 goals. That's absurd. Nothing about that makes any sense whatsoever. They are very much deserving of being my beast. Um, And if things don't get any better, I'm going to
0: keep them there. And we'll talk about them again next week. Well, I mean, look... Boston was on such a heater, dude, uh-huh. like to start the year, like, no matter how small, um, you know, the hiccup is for uh, an elite team during every team, every team's going to have a small lull. Yeah. And Boston certainly in my eyes has kind of gone through that a little bit. I want to say maybe over the past two, two and a half weeks, let's say here and there. Um, but again, no obviously not too much to worry about with the uh with the rosters that that they can throw out there for you um i mean stamkos and and the nice thing is too right like yes certainly beasts right now very well deserving in both their cases been really really quiet in regards to production but the nice part about it right is these are those two types of guys where you're like ah they'll come around yeah yeah they should you know, you yes, and and you would hope that it's sooner rather than later, <clears throat> yeah. obviously. But, I mean, you know, there's... But Marshawn, other- and I
1: only went four games. Marshawn's been playing so bad lately. He's flirting with falling below the point per game mark very soon. If he doesn't get a point in his next game, he will be right at a point a game. So he's got two games left to regain my confidence, we'll say. <laughs> That's a okay. threat, Marshawn. I'm not scared of you, rat boy bring it please Bench don't him. please don't Bench ever bring him. it i'm terrified um oh god yeah. he'll lick you <laughs> ah, jesus that's wrong and there it is number 16 in the bag we're ending it with he'll in lick you
0: oh lordy that <laughs> that's on you a... you brought that not me uh, no I, I i'm not i didn't uh, want that. From it. that
1: you brought he'll lick you
0: hey <laughs> because he would i mean if he's if he's if he's bringing Straight it up. he isn't bringing it's, it with his fist
1: absolutely oh like, wow what
0: Are i we... said if he's if he's i said if he's bringing it don't no, repeat you it probably don't didn't hear it. that no no i don't think you heard that properly that's what i think you heard what you wanted to hear. Oh,
1: there. man. I heard something for our other show. That's for sure. That's not
0: right. That is a, that is a definitely a two-leg after dark moment. <laughs> one of these days. Well, from your, from your side of things, I, I know what I said. Well, it, all right. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Oh, buddy. It was a good one. It was a good one. We're doing pretty good for time here. Yeah, i like Thanks to everyone out there for listening. If you are interested in reaching out to us, you can email us at twoguidesaleague and some guests at gmail.com. You can find our latest episodes on our website at twogalag.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter for all of our info. Our handle is at twogalag. That's the number two, followed by G-A-L-A-G. Thanks for listening and until next time.